everybody, and welcome back to Noodles at Noon, the show that focuses on things not worth focusing on. I am your host, Ben Shoemate, and I am joined, as always, by the man, the myth, the man, Noah. I'm two men. <laughs> You're a man. <laughs> you are a man twice. The man, the myth, the man. That's all I have to say this yes. week. <laughs> and joining us this week, after returning from being fired last week, it's Michael. Butterflies Yay. in the sky. I can go twice as high. Call me David Blaine, riding balloons up to the heavens. Hallelujah. Oh, I was so prepared for that to rhyme, and then it didn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you, you started with the, I can fly twice as high, and then you just didn't rhyme. Well, that's copyrighted. That's copyrighted, buddy. So we don't go there. Okay. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to Noodles at Noon. We're so so happy to have you and uh talking about being happy to have you we're gonna kick it over to michael first who's going to uh read some stuff to us absolutely so reading is not my fort but we'll we'll see what i can do so <laughs> reviews we have five reviews so far on apple Podcasts, and we just want to extend a thank you to everyone that's done that for us so far and if you would like to drop us a review this week no pressure no pressure there's a, a good chance that we'll read that review next week on the show so we have a couple reviews here First one is from Miss Metz, who says, I smiled and laughed along with these guys almost the entire way through. Almost. That, exactly. There was one point where it was just really serious and there was no laughing going on. We'll have that was to follow up about that. was our humor at the beginning of the first yeah. show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're all terrible. Miss Metz says, Noodles at Noon is a refreshingly positive dose of world news stories presented in a whimsical game show format. I can't wait to hear more from these guys. Double exclamation. She sounds really nice. She sounds great. She sounds I, real great. Noah should marry. Um, I should marry that woman. <laughs> <laughs> and our second review, Jacob says, Noah, my man, good job with the podcast. I hope you guys do very good and grow in popularity. Important. Maybe I can be a special guest, tongue out, smiley emoji. But good job. P.S. I'm Jacob. Jacob dropping the knowledge, the double Jacob. Mm. I do want to shout out to Jacob. He has texted me every week that he's listened to our podcast, and I'm just really appreciative of all the people that listen to our podcast every week. I want to shout out Lexi. I want to shout out Miss Metz. I want to shout out Jacob. I want to shout out Kim. All you people, you know who you are, and thank you for who you are. Mm -hmm. You were here from the very, very beginning. And Jacob, you know, Maybe we will have you as a special guest. I don't know. I don't know. I don't control that. Actually, yeah, I do. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. So thank you guys so much for leaving a review. We're always very appreciative. It really feeds our ego, and that's why we're doing this. Um, so if we move along to... That's not why we do this. That was a lie. <laughs> we're doing this mainly because we're bored. Uh, if we move along to weekly updates, um, I don't know who's going to kick it off, but everyone is really excited to share their weekly updates this Nose week. Nose goes. Nose goes. I'm touching my nose. I am too. I, I guess Michael's going. I said it. Okay, fine. I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> I have no proof. Okay, I have two quick stories. The first one's extremely short. Second one's better. Maybe. I don't know. So, no one knows for sure, but I lost my Bluetooth keyboard, and I've been doing a lot of work on my iPad and needing that keyboard, because obviously word per minute typing goes up when you have a physical device to type on, and I lost it. And I had no clue where it was. I only knew generally what room it was in. So I went and I looked 
And I looked and I looked for probably two weeks. And right when I didn't need it, I found it in a cupboard behind some coffee creamer, a little bit of cereal, and some soy milk. And I found it right back there. And I just shouted in disbelief. I thought Ben was going to come up and eat all that stuff, but it was okay. <laughs> it was actually in this room. Ah, I um, never said I liked it. <laughs> Every week we the, talk about this. Ah. I'm fulfilling the promise. Was Dennis Quaid sitting next to it too? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we were going to go there this week, but <laughs> no, luckily not. It was next to his framed picture of Dennis Quaid. <laughs> <laughs> And my second one, this one is, I'm stretching it. This is a, a week old. So my friend and I asked if I can do a name reveal and a job reveal, and I got approval. So my friend Tyler recently got a job for a, a company that does EV conversions of, of vehicles. So they take, they call them the moderate um, market or something. So they take Ford Transits and and the shuttles that you see at the airport and F. 550s, I don't know what they are, but tow trucks and those sorts of things. And they make them from gasoline powered to electric powered. So they put batteries in them and do all that crazy stuff, which is amazing. So he texted me saying he was in town and wanted to give me a ride. And I'm like, oh yeah, so he's going to come by in a tow truck and we're just going to hop in the tow truck and go to the end of the block and back and just see how it drives. No, no, no. Homeboy pulls up in a straight up party bus. <laughs> <laughs> With We Like to Party by the Venga Boys blaring out of the speakers <laughs> in this thing. So he comes into the street. My neighbors are all looking as the Venga Boys are playing, which they haven't heard since 1993 or whatever. And I just dash into this party bus as quickly as I can. Obviously, they know who I am, so remaining anonymous was worthless at that point. But... I sit down and then I start realizing that this is one of those very airport shuttles with the luggage cart right right in the middle of it. So I hop in there. The thing, it's insane. Uh, electric vehicles are, are crazy. And this thing had a lot of juice and power, metaphorical juice, because it doesn't use juice. It uses batteries. Um, but that was just hilarious. And it was unnerving to feel constant acceleration with, with no gear changes. As a vehicle person, I enjoyed that. But even more so, party bus, EV bus escapade. Right? Right? And what a great music selection. That makes uh -huh. the trip right there. Almost mm -hmm. as good as Frogger 93. Oh, man. We'll talk about that. Ooh, look at that segue. That was a great segue, actually. Is that a segue? Are we ready? Do you have anything else, Michael? No, that's it. Go, go, go. Oh, it's a segue. It's a segue. All right, all right, I'm taking the segue. I'm going to take it. I'm going to run. Well, speaking of Frogger, uh, 90, I think it's 97, actually, oh, that came out on the PS1 in 1997. Uh, I had two quick stories, too, and the first thing was just a little... Am I allowed to plug my YouTube channel, Ben? Will you kick me off the show? Uh, fine, you can do it. I don't care. All right, it is YouTube.com is the website. It's a video <laughs> that's, streaming that's as much as That's as much as you can plug. <laughs> It's not e okay. world. <laughs> it's on YouTube.com. YouTube.com. Just search, just search and you'll find it. Um, Should be one of the first is, two results. Yeah, I think it's it's up there. It's it's one of the top channels by now, I think. We are 114 <laughs> subscribers strong. Um we I had my very first live stream ever in my life, and it it was stemmed from it being a three-day weekend and me having all of this equipment 
around my house that's eventually going to get sent to my church when we go back to meeting in person but it's all just kind of at my house and i was like jesse let's do a live stream so we did a live stream on my youtube channel last night we played frogger for a couple hours and it's just the best game it's such a good well okay the game's not that great but the the experience is fun and the nostalgia was fun and the music michael gets the music I the music is great slaps music's so good <laughs> it insp- it inspired me to play bass so it's a pretty good it was a pretty good time we had a good time so go check that out on youtube.com the chubby pirate ha i got to plug it's, my whole channel oh, i was i was going to say you can plug the rest of it it's michael it's funny that you said the the phrase the music slaps because I'm sorry, I'll, I'll kind of interrupting you here, Noah, but while it's reverent, I still want to say something. I have a friend <laughs> who would say that phrase after like pretty much anything. So there was one time we were in a leadership meeting for the church group I was a part of um, at the college I went to. That was the most vague sentence I've ever said. Um, <laughs> but we were at a leadership meeting and the person in charge was like, all right, this semester we're going to be doing a Bible study through Nehemiah. And my friend who was sitting next to me just goes, oh, Nehemiah slaps. And I was just like, what is this phrase and why do you keep using it? So anytime someone says something slaps, that's all I think of. Uh, Sorry I interrupted. Noah, you can continue. Nehemiah slaps. No, Nehemiah it's a slaps. It's, it's, it's a slapper. I it is say. a good It is a good book. Highly recommend. <laughs> it was also a really weird Bible study because I think the people who wrote it had never done a Bible study before because week one of the bible study for nehemiah was read ezra like the whole book of ezra and then week two of the bible study for nehemiah was read the whole book of nehemiah i'm like i think it's supposed to be spaced out a bit but okay now going chapter by chapter you need the whole context (laughs) yeah that's actually probably not a bad idea no different though and then it went chapter by chapter it was just like get the overarching view so when like you read something in chapter one, you can kind of get the context when you talk about it in the group. So it helps. Yeah. No, it was good. All right. Well, the other thing I was going to mention was I got my very first opportunity to help teach a class today or not today, Wednesday, last Wednesday. And I've never been able to do something like this before, but I wanted to encourage our viewers. I got to um, help teach English at the immigrant and refugee center near us. And it's really cool. They have different levels of English classes. So I was in the intermediate class um, because I am also an intermediate intermediate English speaker. As you can tell by me stumbling (laughs) over my words. But it was really cool. I got to meet people from all over the world. I got to meet people from Mexico. I got to meet people from uh, Benin and some other countries in Africa. Um, A few people from the Middle East. And it was really fun. We got to learn about uh, relationships. Like I got to write out my family tree and we talked about like, this is my grandpa or my grandfather and they are my grandparents and things like that. And it was really cool. So I'm just going to put it out there. If you ever want to uh, go help some people in your community, it's really super fun. Uh, You don't have to have any background experience because I certainly didn't. And you get to meet a lot of cool people. So Volunteering to help teach English is a really fun thing to do. And that's, that's my awesome. story. Yeah, I, I know that facility I've done when I was at the school I went to. Uh, I did a couple news reports on them when I worked for the campus news station. It's it's a really good organization. So if they have something like it in the area, I can also highly recommend doing it because it's, it's a great program. 
Oh, really? That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's a really cool facility that they run. And um, yeah, even with all the current restrictions, like they have to take your temperature at the door and masks at all times and all that. But they do a really great mm-hmm. job of continuing to teach English. And teaching English with masks on is really hard. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's very hard to understand pronunciation or understand people's names. And they do a yeah. great job. Mm-hmm. One of the one of the things I actually did a story on is like while they do a really good job of teaching all those programs, they also do a lot of really great community outreach things, um, where they teach like the public like wherever whatever city it's located in how uh, like different things work in other places that the people are coming from. So one of the things that I did a story on was they had a uh, like an experience Burma sort of thing. And they told the story of two people and we kind of like re reenacted it, acted it out of their process of escaping from Burma to coming to the United States and all the different things they had to go through. Um, and that was, that was really cool. So it's, oh, it's a man. good thing for multiple different reasons. That's awesome. Yeah. They do some really cool stuff there. So I'm excited to, that's going to be a weekly thing from now on and we're really excited me and my wife are both a part of that so we're really excited to continue doing that i know we say we're a podcast that focuses on things not worth focusing on but i think like that that last little like five minutes right there that was that was some pretty important stuff to focus on (laughs) that was worth focusing on i'm just i'm feeling good i'm actually in my basement today i'm usually in the closet but today i'm in the basement i am lit by some christmas lights my rock salt lamp a lava lamp and i'm sitting here in a turkish robe for some reason because it's what so what (laughs) (laughs) all right i'm just really vibing right now i dig it i dig it i like it i'm liking the mental picture that is currently being painted for me uh (laughs) anyway uh as for me um i only have uh, i'm just gonna basically talk about my last friday uh, because I officially participated in Bring Your Dog to Work Day at my new place of employment. Um, and I brought my little dog, Swarly, name reveal for my dog. He's a seven-pound long-haired chihuahua, which we call more commonly a guinea pig. Um, but he can be a dog for the sake of this story. And while we were at Bring Your Dog to Work Day, he made a new friend. And his friend's name is Moose. Uh, Moose is one of my co-workers uh, who I rarely see he works upstairs i work downstairs um because there's kind of a class system no i'm kidding um but he brought moose and moose is a 130 pound great dane and swarly is my seven pound chihuahua and anytime moose would come by my dog swarly would get up and like start wagging his tail because i have him in a little laundry basket because he's like 13 and all he does is sleep all day and he would get super excited anytime moose would come around so i would take Swirly out of his basket and he would just go run around and walk around with moose. And I thought it was really cute because there's ginormous moose of a dog and then little tiny Swirly walking around. Um, yeah. So that was fun. Bring your dog to work day is a wonderful, wonderful day. Um, and then, uh, another thing at my work is they always have fun modes of transportation. And, uh, there's these few things they're like hoverboards, but they have like a thing that you like, press your knees onto to help you go it doesn't go all the way up I've seen that yeah and they're kind of like like segways right yeah well they're i don't know what they're what they're called but they're kind of like segways and speaking of segways uh we're going to go into our first game for this week um do you like that i could i could actually use the speaking of segway segue it's a different spelling it doesn't count you have to take it back what how is it a different (laughs) spelling 
one has a U, one has a W, and then there's a Y, and then yeah, I'm not going to spell it out for you. <laughs> you literally, literally just not did. Gonna spell it out. That's <laughs> <laughs> how are we going to call out my technicality on the segue segue? <laughs> I was so excited. It was a beautiful transition, and I drove that segue off a cliff. Just it like was. People have done. Like I was so excited, and it was met with nump with nothing but contempt. <laughs> Happy Whatever. holidays. Happy holidays, and Michael. <laughs> hey, thanks. Oh, <laughs> did you guys know that there are really weird made-up holidays for every day of the year? I was so confused. So <laughs> I forgot this game was about holidays. <laughs> and I was like, what on earth is he saying that for? <laughs> <laughs> That's like earlier this week, I was looking at the weather and you guys know like next Tuesday, it's supposed to be like 90s and then... You mean tomorrow? It's supposed to like snow. Yes, tomorrow. Because it's a Monday? Because it's a Monday right now. Because it's a Monday. Here in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Yeah, it's supposed to snow. <laughs> it's like supposed to snow out of nowhere. And I so I sent this to my coworkers and I was like, guys, have you seen this crazy weather? And immediately two coworkers responded with Christmas. <laughs> so I got, I got in an argument yesterday with one of my not yesterday, uh Friday, because even if we were talking about the day we're recording this instead of the day it airs, it still wouldn't have been yesterday. I was talking with one of my coworkers and we got in an argument about hallmark christmas movies because i like them and she says there's no redeeming qualities to them at all um so that was what i spent most of my day doing while at work was just arguing about hallmark christmas movies i you will get no support here i'm sorry i, I know i won't <laughs> michael okay. where, where do you stand i don't have an opinion but probably negative <laughs> Lean negative. How about that? <laughs> okay. I like them because there's nothing at stake when you're watching a Hallmark Christmas movie. It's like the perfect thing to sit down with a cup of hot chocolate or apple cider and just think about and worry about nothing. And that's why I like it. Okay? That's all. Speaking of steak, what holiday uses steak, Noah? <laughs> sorry. I got us off topic again. I'm losing it tonight. I'm sorry. Today is Steak Awareness Day. <laughs> no, it is not. However, all right, we're going to get into the weird holiday game. And through this, we're going to look at six holidays that are coming up this week. Actually, one of them is today, being Monday, Labor Day. So we'll start with that. I'm going to ask six Spoilers. questions. And then you guys have to tell me the name of the holiday. And whoever answer, whoever's answer I like better, we're just going to go with. So... Ben, Michael, are you ready to guess that holiday? Yes, I am, Noah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, September 7th. It may be better known as Labor Day, uh, depending on what year it falls on, but September 7th also marks this holiday with a rather lengthy title commemorating the opening of the New York Post Office building. What is that holiday? Ben, We'll go to you, because you're first on my Discord. Okay. Uh, the name of that holiday, which is September 7th, which the New York Post Office officially opened in 1727, is <laughs> National um, Post Office Opening Day in New York City. That is the full <laughs> name. National Post Office Opening Day in New York City. Yes. Because it was supposed to be just like a citywide holiday, but then they were like, nah, let's make it national. 
national national and then everybody outside of new york is like wait what is this about why do we care and nobody does michael no nobody cares about the post office anymore (laughs) yeah or people care a lot it depends on who you ask (laughs) it's really a 50 50 split (laughs) (laughs) michael what do you think the name of this holiday is I'm going to quote Diana Ross in the Supremes and say it's delivered the letter the sooner the better day in New York. That's it. Deliver the letter the sooner the better day. Yeah. Not the. Duh. Duh. You got to make sure you spell it right. Yeah. Will you spell it out for me, Michael? The whole thing? (laughs) D-E-L-I-V-E-R-T-H-E-L-E-T-T-E-R-I-M stuck. R-E-S-P-C-D. Yep. <laughs> the correct answer is neither rain nor snow day. I was actually because thinking that after yeah. Michael said what he said. I was like, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to give this one to Michael. I feel like oh, thanks. his That's was smart. a little more in the spirit so of the holiday. It's just a weird name for a holiday, but neither rain nor snow day. We can celebrate that today and hope that it doesn't rain or snow tomorrow. That'd be Very fine timely. if it did. Um, did I get the year correct for when the post office was opened? I think it was like 1914 or something. I'm sorry. What? Hold on. Um, let me Let me consult my research here. I think he doesn't have research. I think he's doing it live. 1914. I was right. <laughs> oh, he does have research. I do have research. All right. What did uh, they do without post office? <laughs> like for... You ride it on a horse, man. Yeah, but there's probably Express. an office. Was it a post stable? Maybe that's why they call it a post. Sure. Huh. Office was too... Office was too white collar. It used to be called something more blue collar. Zone. The post zone. The post zone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. September 8th. This holiday was started recently in 2015 by the artist Chaz de Simone to celebrate one of his favorite characters. What was the character? Michael. Goodness. I don't even know where to start. Chaz de Simone. Raven Simone. Maybe it's Raven Simone's uncle named Chaz de Simone. So Disney, so we're thinking Disney. There's probably already a Mickey Mouse Day. Uh, Daffy Duck Day. Daffy Duck Day. All right, I will read the question again to you, Ben. This holiday was started by the artist Chaz de Simone in 2015 to celebrate one of his favorite characters. What was the character? What type of character are we talking about? Hey, hey, like, hey, hey, hey. Well, yeah, you, you could have asked. Like, no. is it a character like a letter or a character like in a TV show? That is up to your opinion, Ben. Oh, gosh, I don't know. Um, I'm going to say emoji. Emoji oh. day. Ben, you are super close and you saw right through my trap. The answer is the ampersand. Oh, is ampersand day. The ampersand being one of his favorite characters. Ben's answer is on a keyboard, at least. Well, 
a digital it's keyboard. It's a combination of symbols, really. It's not on my Bluetooth keyboard. The <laughs> I'm looking at the ampersand right now, right above the seven. Right above the seven. Right ben, above the seven. I got to give this one to you. Woo, you woo, saw woo, right woo. through my trap. It was indeed a character. However, it was not a fictitious character. It is a very real character and is used sometimes. I don't know. Do you guys use the ampersand? All the time. I do, especially at my job where I do stuff. I also use the Octothorpe quite often. <laughs> sometimes the Interrobang, but not, not nearly as often as Octothorpe. Uh, we continue. We continue. I guess I do a lot of HTML, and you need to use a lot of ampersands in that. So Yeah. Yeah. It's useful. It deserves its own day. I yeah, don't really know I how so. you celebrate it, but you can celebrate it if you'd like. I'll find actually, a way. Actually, I remember from my research, people like to do art that incorporates the ampersand, and that's oh. kind of what the day is about. So ampersand art. You can look that up. September 9th. This holiday is intentionally celebrated on September 9th, or the ninth day of the ninth month, because of its numerical significance. What is the holiday, Ben? Um, the ninth day of the ninth month. Oh, I feel like I actually know this one. Um, but like I've forgotten it. Like it was something that was taught to me in high school, like in a math class that happened to fall on September 9th. And they're like, just so you know, this is mathematically important. And then I forgot because it's actually not mathematically important. Yeah, it's but, pie day. Yeah, that's, that's mathematically <laughs> important because I get pie. But I'm going to go with uh, like square root day or something like that. All right. Square root day. Michael. Because it's, it's 81 days from the end of the year. Ooh. Is that true? That might be true. I don't think so. Well, that, I don't think that's that, true. <laughs> that doesn't help. <laughs> All right. Ben's final answer. Square root day. Michael. Well, first of all, I hope my microphone picked up that my shoulder just popped when I went to scratch my head. Um, so you can amplify that as much as you like. But I see where Ben... I was, Well, Ben was speaking. I was trying to recall my college physics and see things about the number nine, like Euler's number or Pascal's triangle or things, but nothing came to mind. So I'm going with leaves the 99 day. <laughs> it's a spiritual holiday. It's a yeah. spiritual holiday. I didn't know that. We need more I of like those. that. I like that. So we have square root day and we have leaves the 99 day. All right. The ninth day of the ninth month, indicating nine by nine, is International Sudoku Day. Oh. So yeah. it's the day where you can do a Sudoku because the grid of the Sudoku is nine by it's nine. It's the only day you can do <laughs> It's the only day you can it's, play Sudoku. It's banned every other day. <laughs> In America, it's the only day we allow it. The other days, yeah. you must hide your Sudoku. Yeah, there's too much culture in that game for us yeah. to, to play on any other day. You can't do something smart. Yeah. Unless it's Sudoku day. Or Sudoku, or however you want to say it incorrectly. It is Sudoku. 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 I'm doing on my Sudokus. <laughs> there's just so many ways to mispronounce it it's great um i'm struggling here i feel like ben took it more of the mathematical route but michael's answer was funny but mine was mathematical and it's a mathematical thing you know 
All right. All right, Ben, you get the point. Woo! Ben gets the point. Two to one. Woo, 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 We're halfway woo, woo, through the game. I know my holidays. <laughs> September 10th. This holiday was created by Robert Birch, who kind of has a habit for creating holidays. He's also known for creating Trivia Day, Nothing Day, and the greatest day of all, Lumpy Rug Day. I'm sure you guys are all totally familiar with Lumpy Rug Day and celebrate oh, yeah. it every year. April 24th, man. <laughs> Let's see. When is Lumpy Rug Day? It is May 3rd. You were really close. I was actually close. It's like a week <laughs> off. Let me know about that. Yeah. All right. Um, so Robert Birch created this holiday, and it encourages people to get creative and open up with each other. What is the holiday, Michael? What immediately came to mind was there was this trend on, on Twitter where a couple months ago, everyone would text their phone neighbors. So you text a person with a phone number one digit higher than yours and one digit lower than yours. And I did that. And uh, the SWAT team showed up at my door. So I'm going with <laughs> text your phone neighbor number day. Whoa. Text your phone number neighbor day. That's it. Text your phone number neighbor day. That's it. Yep. Okay. <laughs> TM. <laughs> That's a good answer. A I good never answer. texted my number neighbor. I thought about it and I got scared. Just be careful, yeah. Yeah. I saw some people really did not like that, so I was like, okay, I, too. I won't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Ben, what do you think? Well, I think you got creative with the whole open up to your friends thing. So I'm going to call... No, I'm not going to call anyone. I'm going to say that... Uh, this is called autopsy day because you know <laughs> you get opened up and uh yeah so it's national autopsy day national autopsy day and national number phone neighbor day that's it or whatever michael said trademark something trademark yeah the answer is national swap ideas day and is a day where you talk to a friend and you swap ideas with them and maybe get inspiration and creativity from each other. You know, just really gel off that inspiration. And I'm going to give Michael the point for that one. Uh, just because, Michael, yours was kind of about swapping, you know, texting your number neighbor. It's it's pretty close. So I'm going to give Michael the point. And that brings us to two to two with two questions remaining. So September 12th. This holiday celebrates a popular beverage that was invented in 1885. And it's one of my favorite beverages. Though the recipe has been greatly changed over the last 100 years, it was originally made with whiskey, eggs, and cream. Ben, what is the beverage? Uh, it sounds like my favorite beverage, which is Worcestershire sauce. Um, no. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with... That sounds kind of Dr. Pepper-ish, you know? Because Dr. Pepper was... It has 23 different flavors in it, um, and three of those could have been whiskey egg and whatever the other thing you said was because i was sort of listening whiskey um, egg and cream cream yeah so i'm gonna go with dr pepper and they've just changed those 23 different uh ingredients dr pepper from ben all right michael wow can i phone uh, a friend someone that may know you particularly closely <laughs> no. okay so my gut instinct I'm thinking of what ingredients do, and eggs tend to rise things, but my very first instinct was eggnog, but I'm not convinced that's correct. So my second instinct is something that is risen from the dead, hallelujah, um, but I'm thinking of stuff that foams a lot, and in that case, I'm thinking root beer. 
you knew me really well, you would know that's a very good guess because root beer is my favorite kind of soda. However, the answer is National Chocolate Milkshake Day. Oh. So I learned about this. This is really interesting. It was originally, the milkshake was originally invented in 1885, or at least that's when it became popular. It was served at saloons, and it was whiskey, eggs, and cream. So no ice cream, no chocolate, There's no nothing. Even, exactly. There's no chocolate or, well, is yeah. cream milk product? That was, that was the is. entire recipe. Yeah. Huh. So then over time, they just decided, hey, let's take out the whiskey and put in like a bunch of chocolate and ice cream and <laughs> that's silly they didn't invent chocolate cows yet <laughs> <laughs> they just had whiskey cows back then that was it <laughs> i feel like both your answers are indistinguishable so i'm going to give you both the point Ooh. to bring it 3 to 3 if everyone gets a point no question. one gets a point well i have to give the point to somebody here cuz somebody has to win the game mm-hmm. so Final question, September 13th. While very little is known about the origin of this holiday, it's the perfect day to pet a cat, misuse a ladder, or rebel against cultural norms. Michael, what is this day? So I'm not going to lie. I turned around because I have a calendar behind me, and there's obviously (laughs) nothing on it, but I was half listening to what you said at the same time, (laughs) and I think it's going to be Superstition Day. (laughs) Um, Stevie Wonder, of course, is the soundtrack to that day, but Superstition Day. All right, that's the writing on the wall. Michael says Superstition Day. Ben, what do you that's say? That's a. That's because I, I was going to say Bad Luck Day, and it's September thirteenth, which means it could fall on Friday the thirteenth. Um, which it could have originated because it was the Friday the thirteenth before I don't know Halloween or something. But I don't want to say bad luck day because that's basically what Michael said. So petting a cat, misusing a ladder. I'm going to say national just anarchy day. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I do when I'm being rebellious is I go pet a cat and then misuse a ladder. Um, Yeah. National anarchy day. (laughs) National Anarchy Day or Superstition Day. You guys have put me in a tough spot because each of you have half of the answer. What? The answer is National Defy Superstition Day. So, Mm. Michael, your answer is either really close or the exact opposite. His was the exact (laughs) opposite. (laughs) Mine was the answer. I just didn't add the superstition part. Ben's got the defiance. Michael's got the superstition. Michael, you have 10 seconds. Make your case. It just Ooh. depends on how much you like Stevie Wonder. Oh. Michael wins the game. Wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm undefeated at this special holidays game. Let's go. <laughs> I did not see that coming. Neither did Stevie. Congratulations, Michael. You are the winner of the first game of Weird Holidays. Do I win a segment on the show? You win a segment on the show. Please awesome. take it away. So with my segment on the show, this is just a, a brief segment. Noah, if you have royalty-free, lighthearted piano music, please enter it as a music bed underneath here. Oh, um, I, I guess Noah's editing this one. <laughs> I just locked it in. <laughs> so It has been decided. For, 
For about the last week, I've had the song Crazy, and that's Gnarls Barkley, right? Who, by the way, is CeeLo Green. The forget you. <laughs> that guy. Um, he formed Gnarls Barkley with some other guy. But anyway, that song has been stuck in my head. Crazy, that song. So on the website which is noodlespodcast.com. If you go over there and click on this episode, so show four, we will have a poll and three videos linked. So the first one, in no particular order, the first one is going to be uh, Reliant K. They have a cover of that song. There's a band called Shade who has a cover of that song. And then a band called Postmodern Jukebox who has a cover of that song. And I'm referring you collectively, the listeners, over this next week to go to noodlespodcast.com Listen to all three. It'll waste less than 15 minutes of your time. And then do the poll. Just choose your favorite one. Don't think too hard about it. Whatever one was most appealing to you, hit that one. Don't do a harmonic analysis and see who it's the most complicated. Um, it's not worth it. So go ahead and do that. The videos are going to be on the website, noodlespodcast.com, episode four. Uh, it's going to if be we sweet. were to do a harmonic analysis, I believe we would come back and find that... Uh, the postmodern jukebox has the most complicated version because you'd be right yes because they do because i like postmodern jukebox uh yeah so make sure you go to the website and check that out uh engage with us and make sure you write us there's a contact us form on there where you can contact us send us something if you have any ideas for games you want us to play you put together a game that you want us to play um or you just have something to tell us uh shoot it over to us in the email and we it will make it on the show hopefully probably maybe um yeah that would uh, be cool to do a, a user sent in game it would be so cool um uh speaking of games i have another game for you guys if you uh feel so inclined to want to play it i feel so yes. inclined you feel so inclined all right well then we'll put noah against michael in a game of this week in florida man it's everyone's favorite show that talks about uh the one of the states in the union that does a bad job of having normal people. Um, if you're from Florida, I'm sure you're perfectly normal, but um, there's a lot of you there who aren't. And that's what we're going to talk about in this. So uh, I think you guys know the rules, but I have the headlines of a few Florida man stories. I have taken out keywords from those stories. It is up to Michael and Noah to fill it in with how they think it should be filled in. And I will decide who is either the closest or whoever had the best answer. Are you guys ready? Ready. I'm so ready. All right. On August 31st of some year, I forgot to put the year on this one for some reason, a Florida couple built blank at their mobile home to sell drugs. What did they build, Noah? They built something at their mobile home to sell drugs. I'm going to go with, I think, like a lemonade stand to draw people That's in. Clever. And then they'll be like, oh, actually, we don't have lemonade, but we do have this. <laughs> and then they pulled out just a wide drawer full of pills and plop it on the counter. All right, so we have lemonade stand from Noah Michael. They went to a microscope, put the drugs that they're selling under the microscope, and built a thousand times scale replica. Never mind, 10,000 times scale replica <laughs> crystal of this object that they were trying to sell. So we have lemonade stand and scale replica of drugs was used to help them sell drugs. Well, William Parrish Jr. and Mackenzie Dobbs of uh, Florida were arrested after their home was raided by police. 
Um, they had turned their kitchen window into a drive-thru so customers wouldn't have to enter and exit their house constantly. They even had a sign in the window indicating whether they were open or closed. Um, so the correct answer obviously was drive-thru window. I'm going to have to go with Noah for the closest because, you know, you like drive up to a lemonade stand. That's typically how lemonade stands works. Um, and it wasn't a scale model of a cocaine granule, whatever that looks like. Um, <laughs> so yeah, point going to Noah. So Noah leads one nothing. I will say this is one of the wildest weeks of Florida Man that we've ever had. So that's I'm so excited. Be fun. You've been hyping it up. Oh yeah, it's great. Uh, but September 1st of 2017, a blank-wielding Florida Man saves girlfriend from home invasion. Michael, what was this Florida Man wielding? Okay, so we've done the Angry Birds backpack bit. Yes. This is a weird one. So what's really weird other than... What's the word I'm looking for? Crocodile skin boot. (laughs) That was the word you were looking for? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You just had that on the tip of your tongue? Okay. Yeah. Crocodile skin boot. Mom, another gator got in the house. Noah, what is your answer? I want to quickly apologize to the listeners. There is a cricket in my window well. We'll do our best to cut it out. We'll see how it goes. I think because this is newsworthy, because this kind of stuff happens all the time, I think he was wielding Marco Rubio. <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah. I just I have this great mental image of what it looks like, but he's just he's got Marco Rubio by the legs, picking him up <laughs> over his head, swinging him around. Ah, uh, final so answer: Mar- Marco Rubio <laughs> and some gator skin boots. Well, this is one of the less weird ones of the week. Christina Robles answered a knock at her door to find seventeen-year-old Matthew Cleveland, who, after a short conversation, attacked Robles. Alexander McCaster was awakened and rushed downstairs to help his girlfriend and grabbed an axe that they kept near the door to help. I think the interesting part of the story is not the fact that it was an axe, but that they felt the need to keep an axe next to their door at all times. Because it it did say they kept the axe near the door. So, like, this was an anticipated occurrence that they were prepared for. It was the axe. Wait, Ben, do you not keep an axe by your door? I mean, I thought that was kind of standard. Am I causing, like, my family, like, danger by telling people I don't have an axe by my door? (laughs) Yes, you have to keep up the illusion that everyone keeps an axe by their door. (laughs) Yeah, I totally have an axe by my door. Never mind, this story isn't weird at all. Um, (laughs) As far as whoever was the closest, whoever gets the point, neither of you were really close, but I got to give it to Michael on the basis that you probably keep gator skin boots by the door um as opposed to marco rubio who you just push out the door um anyway (laughs) so that point going to michael which means going into round three we have one point noah one point michael going on to september 2nd of 2018 police arrested an infamous florida street performer who wears blank and has a blank tattoo on his forehead for the blank time this has three blanks in it i'm looking for an answer for each i'll read it again just to make sure police arrested an infamous florida street performer who wears blank so the first blank is something that he wears has a blank tattoo on his forehead so a tattoo of what on his forehead for the blank time so how many times had be 
uh, has he been arrested? Uh, I believe it's Noah. You're going first. All right. This man was arrested. You've given us a lot of variables here. I have. I think he was wearing a Teletubby costume, specifically Tinky Winky. I knew, the best I knew you were going there. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that I knew that was coming. Uh. Uh, however, the tattoo was for the Wiggles. He has all four, I think it's the four <laughs> Wiggles, just tattooed on his face. And this was the third time because Florida has a strict three strike and you're out policy in regards to Teletubby performers on the street because it's a copyright issue. <laughs> oh, okay. The Wiggles was fine. It was just the Teletubby thing. All right. <laughs> Michael, what is your answer I've to the three blanks? I've already reasoned through my answer while Noah was tinky winking it up. So <laughs> blank number one, a speedo. Blank number two, a guitar. And seventh time, because Florida has a strict eight strikes and you're out policy, this <laughs> the seventh time. All right. Well, so Noah said Teletubbies and the Wiggles, and it was his third time. Michael says a Speedo and a guitar on his forehead for the seventh time. Well, this guy, Charles Easter who wears brightly colored bikinis, has a tattoo that says Ola with an exclamation mark on his forehead, was arrested for the 27th time. Uh, he was arrested for disorderly conduct while visiting his friend in a Fort Lauderdale hospital. He yelled unrepeatable things at a nurse, which in my opinion is the worst part of this whole story, and maliciously threw coffee over the floor and wall. I don't know how you maliciously throw coffee. I just figured that's implied whenever you throw coffee is that it's malicious to some intent. Um, obviously, bikinis, speedos, pretty darn close to the same thing. Also, you said seventh time. It was the 27th time. So I think unless Noah has a good argument, this one has to go to Noah. I whoa, whoa, whoa. wait what <laughs> I mean oh, wait 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 <laughs> I am so bad at talking unless Noah has a good argument this one has to go to Michael nah I agree with Michael the only thing I'll say is I will correct because I looked up a picture of this man his tattoo says holla not hola <laughs> you are correct it does say holla hola I, it's your girl <laughs> I misread that thank you for looking that up and it's really Holla. funny if if you type in his name on Google Images, it shows like ten pictures of this guy, and then like three pictures of Prince Charles kind of mixed in the middle. So it's <laughs> it's kind of funny because they just kind it of Charles Easter. So it's a picture of like Prince Charles at Easter. I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly um, what it is. It's Prince Charles at Easter mixed in with pictures of Charles Easter. Well, they interviewed this guy in 2018. Um, and he said he's so famous in Florida that he gets paid to go to like parties and events and such. And he can make up to a thousand dollars a night just going to events, um, which said it said in the article he needs the money because his wife at the time was pregnant. So he was simply just raising money to help raise his kid. And I think that's beautiful. More power to you, Charles Easter. Um That'll take us with the score Michael 2, Noah 1, to September 3rd, 2016. Florida suspect uses his own blank as profile picture. Noah, what did this guy use as, or I mean, sorry, Michael, what did this guy use as his Facebook profile picture? 
see, I think there is a distinct disadvantage to going first is that you don't have time to think because then there's dead air. Even though we can edit that out, I don't think it's worth it. But mugshot is what comes to mind immediately. So I'm going to hip hopity scopity that one. Yeah, I can't think of anything else. Mugshot. Mm. Mugshot. All right. Noah. I was going to say mugshot too because I can't think of any other. Say colonoscopy. I'm trying to think of. Did you say colonoscopy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He used his own colonoscopy as a Facebook profile picture. Um, All right. I yeah, will extend. Think- no, I will extend you the same courtesy that you extended me last week. And if you think Michael is correct, I will give you both a point if you say mugshot. However, if He's Michael is incorrect, He's Michael gets the you. point. No, this is something he this he offered to me uh, this to me last week. I did this last week because everybody knew about Sun Chips bags. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Everyone. I'm going to go with mugshot. I just feel like that makes the most sense. And I'm going to give it to both of you. The correct answer is wanted poster. Wanted poster, mugshot. I'll say it's the same thing. His name was Mac Yearwood, and the police said about the issue, it's probably not a good idea. Um, <laughs> which, that is the most obvious sentence I've ever read. Uh, so, Michael gets a point. Noah gets a point. It's now... Three to two, Michael in the lead, as we roll into our last question, which is going to be a bit different. Um, I'm going to read you a portion of the story, and you have to answer the question that I have about it, which is a homeowner held a burglar. This happened, sorry, September 4th, 2014. A homeowner held a burglar at gunpoint Wednesday morning, and while the man waited in his house for the police to arrive, the intruder made an odd proposition. What was that proposition, Noah? Ah, yes, the going first curse. The, the going first curse. I'm thinking it's got to be something strange. Like he found something in this house. Just, just to clarify, the gunman made an made a proposition, right? Not the. No, no, no. Person. The intruder made the odd proposition. Oh, the intruder did. Okay. I think the intruder had like a rare collection of baseball cards and he said, Hey, if you let me go, if you set me free, I will give you my, uh, who's, who's a popular baseball player, uh, Babe Ruth rookie card. If you just leave me. All right. We got Babe Ruth rookie card, which is, I should add millions of dollars. Um, Michael. Oh, boy. Yeah, there's no going first curse on this one. I think this one's just that difficult. I think maybe he saw a signed picture of Marco Rubio. (laughs) Dude, give me that, and I'm not going to do anything to you. Bye. Was it right next to his signed picture of Dennis Quaid? It might have been, yeah. I don't, I'm not sure. You'd have to ask. All right. Michael, you're in a room. There's a Marco Rubio signed picture and a signed Dennis Quaid picture. Which do you take? You can only take one. You can only take Gosh, one. I, you see, I've only met Dennis Quaid a couple weeks, a few weeks ago at this point, so I know nothing about him. But I do know Marco Rubio makes a good meme, so snatch that That's one true. right up. <laughs> All right, That's so fair. our two answers are he will let him go if... He gives him his Babe Ruth rookie baseball card, or he will let him go if he lets him take his signed pictures of Marco Rubio, which I will say 
is just continuing to rob him. But okay, I mean, that's what he was doing anyway. Um, that is a fair point. Yeah, I will. If you, if you let me go, I will continue to rob you. Um, but that is incorrect to both of them. He said he would let him go. Um, if he let him go, he would mow the man's lawn. Joseph Siak went to use his bathroom at 4.30 a.m. and naturally brought along his gun with him because less than a week earlier, someone broke into his home. So he and his wife made a plan to always carry a gun if they left their bedroom at night, which seems reasonable. He heard the intruder and fired off two shots, which his wife heard and woke up because obviously, and then called the cops. The intruder was 25-year-old Brian Remley, and he offered to mow the man's lawn in exchange for freedom and was not taken up on his offer. However, the policeman that did arrive did say if it was him, he probably would have let him mow the lawn. <laughs> um, that was a direct quote from the police officer. Maybe not direct. I may have paraphrased it a bit, but he did say that. Um, gosh, this one's hard because both of you were so, so far off. Ben, if you give me the point, I'll mow your lawn. Ooh, and you work at like at a place with lawnmowers. Um, Get you a lawnmower. Yeah, I gotta go with Noah because at least with Noah, something was being given to the owner of the house. With Michael, he was still just taking something away. You know, that's fair. Right? Does that make sense? Is that reasonable? Sure. So I gotta give the point to Noah, which means the score is tied three three, which means we need a tiebreaker or something. All right, so because they ended in a 3-3 tie, I'm going to give Noah and Michael a tiebreaker question. It will not be Florida Man related. In fact, this takes place in Europe. But it's going to be Price is Right sort of style. Thank you, Michael, for that idea that you had with the cameo Cthulhu, whatever it was the other week. So I'm going to read the question. Or no, I'm going to read what happened, and you have to give me how much was spent on making this happen. Because the story is, husband surprises wife with 12-foot T-Rex in place of garden gnome that she asked for. So his wife asked for a garden gnome, and instead she got a 12-foot T-Rex. How much did the husband pay for this thing in euros? And we're going to start with Michael, because he is the guest. First place curse. There it is. Oh, mm-hmm. gosh. I'm going to pick my number now, Michael, so I'm not going to like undercut you or anything. Yeah, I have my okay. number written okay. down. We'll say it together on the count of three. I'm kidding. I think- <laughs> no, you, no, you can do that. <laughs> want to do it ben you'll have to count it down because all right i'll count down delay. there's a delay yeah all right so do you both have your answer yes yes all right and count down in three two one twenty two thousand eight hundred and thirty six euros i meant to say euros <laughs> <laughs> wait what did you say michael nothing 2300 euros 2300 euros and four thousand eight hundred and thirty six four thousand eight hundred and thirty six you're both over. Um, oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, okay. Well, we're going to go again. Effect ready for the double over? <laughs> <laughs> so you're both over. So we're going to go again since you both technically still tied. Um, so do you both have a second answer locked in? Yes. Um, the, I do now. Okay. In three, two, one. Seven dollars. <laughs> Seven euros. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> well, the win goes to Michael because husband surprises wife with 1,600 euro 12-foot T-Rex in place of gnome that she asked for. Jeez. Michael was the closest with the 1,000. 
Noah, you are pretty far off with seven because I would <laughs> definitely, definitely pay seven euros for a 12 foot T-Rex. Um, it says she got the shock of her life because she was not expecting a T-Rex to be in her yard instead of a garden gnome. Um, so that does it. Congratulations, Michael. You have won. And I shook up the prize this week. Uh, you either win a bag of Skittles or a signed 8x10 photo of Dennis Quaid, which I am currently in eBay trying to win. You're so, seriously kidding. <laughs> I am not seriously kidding. I'm going to put in a starting bid of $12. That's way more than the Skittles. Well, how do I IOU on that? Uh, if 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 you uh, wow, you're it. not kidding. There really I'm not is kidding. a signed photo of Dennis Quaid for twelve dollars. You're the first bidder. Good luck. I am currently winning the auction. Oh, so it's my money. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, sorry, I misunderstood. <laughs> I'm not using your money. No, <laughs> I'm buying it. <laughs> This is coming out of the Noodles at Noon podcast. Yeah, this is coming from all our merchandise. Oh, wait, we should plug the merch and we'll do that next Plug the merch. Plug the merch. We have merch now. It'll be on the website. Can you embed that on the website, Noah? I probably should have asked before I said that. I can link to it. I can maybe figure out how to embed it. Okay, cool. Um, Well, that does it for us this week. Thank you so much for listening. Congratulations, Michael, on winning. Uh, Congratulations. Who won your game, Noah? I think Michael. Michael, Michael did. Michael did. Michael won both games. Yeah, that's Sweet. correct. So congratulations, Michael. You always clean up every time you're here. We'll have to start keeping track of who wins what. Uh, but thank you guys so much for listening. You are the true winners. I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful week. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Don't forget to check out the, the website, noodlespodcast.com. Yeah, but more, more thank you, mostly. <laughs>